from the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. Welcome back, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors, hour number three. Braden, Glenn, Bill, George, Aaron, we're in the studio today enjoying some uh, nice air conditioning. And uh, we uh, got to start the hour off to reminding you that the fifth annual Panfish Challenge is going to be happening on Saturday, June 15th, starting at 8 a.m. We want you all there. Bring the kids, bring the grandkids, bring the next door neighbors, kids. I don't care. Bring them all. And uh, don't forget, it's only. 25 bucks is that we're still pre-registration pre-25 dollars for pre-registration per boat 35 dollars per boat the day of so uh you get in there and you give them a call up at the uh, panavista lodge today and uh mark your spot say hey look i want to get in there i want to go do one if you're going to rent a pontoon boat or a boat of any kind that uh jim has up there for rent or lease you might want to do that as well as quickly as possible because usually those pontoon boats go pretty darn quick and uh so you'll be left out there with one of the uh fiberglass uh, john boats out there with about a nine horse kicker on the back and you know you just got to make a determination on how many bodies you can shove in that thing so um, give them a call today and do the uh, registration. Uh, the information is at bigandwild.com. So if you want the number, I can give it to you right here, or you call the show or whatever, or you can just go get it online. It's at Panta Vista Lodge. We are giving away uh, lots of money again this year. First place is going to be 500 bucks. Second place is $300. Third place is 200 bucks. Fourth place is 100 bucks. Fifth place, $50. But... If you also win the heaviest bluegill, you'll walk away with an extra hundred bucks. Or if you get the heaviest shell cracker, you can walk away with another hundred bucks. So if you took first place, you could walk away and you got the two heaviest fish. You could walk away with seven hundred bucks for a day of fishing plus and of course, all the fish that you caught. Yeah, and yeah. of course, a lot of times that changes. It has changed the every year. Uh, the payout actually increases because of other donations that come in. But Brandon Ford, true. again, has stepped up. All of our proceeds that we generate uh, from this event goes to Everyday uh, Blessings Children's Home over in Thanodasasa, as well as the South Sumter County FFA. Uh, they get a, a portion of it as well. So it all it all goes to a good cause, and uh, it's a great time. Uh, where else can you go for $25 and set up your boat, get it out there, and do some fishing, and turn in your 12 heaviest, biggest, and sometimes, you know what, I think, was man, somebody's going to win with just a, a basket full of fish. That's right. And uh, But the FWC does a wonderful job. They're excellent on the way in, They how they set up everything. It's just a good time. Uh, so pl- make plans. It, you won't be disappointed. And I will say this, Ginger went fishing with Johnny up there last weekend, and uh, he uh, they went through a couple worms. She ended up with 35 bluegill, and they were nice. Really? Yeah, and then I could Wyatt out, and uh, he said, "Paul, I want to go fishing." So we got up as soon as he sees the sunlight in the window. You better be ready to go. It's time to go because he is not sleeping past daylight. We got to go, man. And that's what he said, Paul. We got to go fishing. We got to get out of here. But it's all going to be happening up at the uh, Panavista Lodge, which is up on Lake Panasofsky. It's about an hour north of Tampa. Uh, it's an hour and twenty 
five, 30 minutes from my house over here in Pinellas County. If the bridges are clear, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's up there, but. And it's, and it's a, a couple decades back in time and peace is. and relaxing and just, it's just. It's amazing how how far away from Florida you are once you go up seventy five, take a left, take a right, take a left, and go down the road about three miles. <laughs> I mean, it's like no, you're in what real Florida used to be. Yeah, and it's it's beautiful, and as I always say, you know, it's a great place to let the kids just run around. I mean, uh, seriously, uh, my kids run around with a cane pole, and they're down there on the dock, and they're just having a good time and and catching fish. And meeting other kids, uh, and just uh, there's food. I mean, we're gonna have food. We're gonna have fun. We're gonna have all these great prizes. We have raffle items that we give away every year, and uh, it, it's always a good time. And, and and it's usually done by one one o'clock or so. Sure. Yeah. Weigh ins at one. Everybody's up, and uh, it's just the the anticipation. Of course, the kids are standing by waiting. To see where they finish, and uh, it, it's it's good. You'll and be then, back home by two o'clock, two thirty three at the latest. Or yeah. you turn around, come in, get your lunch at that time. You want to go back out fishing? Go back out fishing. Yeah, you yeah. can do all that. And of course, we want to thank uh, again Brandon Ford for making that happen. Southeastern Tackle uh, stepping up again this year because if every every kid under eighteen years old uh, that signs up pre registers. They uh, generally get a combination rod and reel or telescopic fiberglass pole. That's just the and beginning. It's a tackle. And, then, and, it, and then there's more. We talked about it last year. We're like, hey, every kid will get a fishing pole. And I'll walk away, and they're all walking away with bait buckets and and worms and, and tackle. And I was like, where where'd all that other stuff come from? Just, I thought we were yeah, other just folks giving... are donating to go with it. But <laughs> that's that's the thing. Everybody in the community it's up about there, the kids. They, have, they, they all step up, and next thing you know, uh, we had one woman who walked into a, a Walmart or something and walked in and said, I'll take every single one of these things and bought them all and donated them all to the thing to give to the kids. And it was just like, where's all this stuff coming from, man? We didn't get, did we buy that? Do we get that? Well, the raffle items, everything. Uh, Choo Choo is going to step up again this year. This Bill George thing. and I will when, be bitten. When you watch those kids walk away and just the, the glow in them, it's just amazing. Over, over just going out for a little morning's worth of fishing, you know? And they don't have to get up early. It starts at 8 o'clock. That's, you can, that's a we, good thing. We did a kickoff at 8, and everybody's gone and back in around noon and standing around waiting. So it's a good time. So if you've not uh, participated in it in years past, you owe it to your family and the kids to come on out and do it because you won't be disappointed. Yeah, if you live here in Pinellas County, if you live in Lakeland, Lake Wales, uh, Plant City, anywhere like that, it's not that far away. And, and, and you guys thing, are closer than I am. The biggest thing is, is like the kids actually, they're in the boat and the water is clear. When I say it's clear, it's like a fish aquarium. You can look into the side of your aquarium, see the fish swimming. You look down in the water and you see the same thing. The kids are just uh, fascinated with the fact that they can see this, all these fish swimming around. The so, bad part about that is, is that when you get on water that clear, my kids immediately want to be in that water that clear. They don't yeah. want to fish anymore. They want to be swimming and snorkeling and looking at fish, and that's what they want to be doing. Well, that that brings me to alligators, man. If it's that clear, I, there's places when I was hunting alligators in Okeechobee around the reef, those alligators would go down and sit on the bottom of the oh, lake. Oh, you can see them. And you could see them, and you'd, you'd kind of idle up to them with the boat, and you harpoon them right on the bottom of the lake. Yeah. <laughs> And that's why they only have a limited. <laughs> I guess that's why they're just a few, a handful only every year for 
Lake Penasoft. Do we want to change that? I've seen more turtles. I've seen more turtles on Lake Penasoft than I have alligators. And I've seen a lot of alligators. (laughs) Uh Uh-uh. Okay. What, think they're hiding during the day? Yeah. Oh, they got a lot of Have you been on Lake Tarpon? How many alligators do you see swimming around Lake Tarpon about uh, 10 o'clock in the morning? I used to see a lot of them because we out there hiding. At 10 o'clock in the morning? Yeah. Because no. we're out there hiding or sliding, and they'd be along the edges. They, you'd hardly see them. But come dusk, it was scary to me as I learned how to ski on Lake Tarpon. And then all of a sudden, one night I was out there fishing, put in it at a park that didn't close at dark. And uh, my gosh, the stuff that popped up everywhere. Yeah, oh, yeah. Change sure, your let's ideas go water, about let's go water skiing at night. Yeah, that's always a good idea, Bill George. But I will yeah. say, again, uh, Panta Vista Lodge, make, make reservations. Give them a call. Secure a pontoon boat if you don't have one or a fishing boat. Cabins are uh, they're limited, so if you or if you got an RV, uh, you can make a whole weekend of camping right there and fishing. You can rough it. You can bring a tent up there. They you can camp out there too. too. Yeah, I mean you can do it all up there. There's uh, restrooms. There's all that kind of good stuff. So it's not like you're going to be out in the middle of the boonies somewhere and you're uh, you know be upset. What I, like I really the- liked the last time I was up there last week, I was walking through the park and I smelled something cooking. And I look over there, and they're frying up fish, and it's just in the morning at, at 10 o'clock. White didn't caught – we caught 12 bluegill, and he was ready to go. And I said, man, we're, we got 12 right now. Okay, let's go. So uh, we <laughs> we done. head on in. At 10 o'clock, we're walking through the park, and I smell something cooking. I look over there. They got their grits. Got some fish frying. The hush puppies going. I said, man, what a great breakfast. <laughs> I got 12. <laughs> I'll get them clean real quick. Yeah, go over and grab some of that sausage. Keep your old hot. Grab some of that sausage and put it in there with it. That'd be an awesome breakfast, man. Some brim, some grits, and sausage. Yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah, it was just a good smell for us. Well, for it's early it, morning. It's going to be happening on uh, June 15th. It's a Saturday, so you got no excuses of not showing up. And uh, you got plenty of time to make that reservation, but do it today. Give them a call up at Panavista Lodge. Uh, talk to Mr. Jim up there or Kelly or anybody else up there and tell them, hey, man, make make some room. I'm coming. Wait till you see the trophies again. It's going to be nice. We're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by G5 Feeding and Outdoors and Brandon Ford. Oh, my God. Welcome back, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors. Uh, Braden, Glenn, uh, Bill George, and then Steve Austin, of course, uh, shows up because uh, he took a gander at uh, Glenn's picture on our Facebook page and uh, had to come in and give his two cents for it. Bigfoot or Hillary? (laughs) Maybe Rosie O'Donnell is possible. I don't know, man. Uh, uh, Do you... Do you I see have something no in that picture at all? I mean, I mean, it looks like it could be a monkey for sure. That's what I said. There's something prim, uh, you know, simian about the eyebrow area. Could and be stuff. a minky. Could be a minky. <laughs> it could be. And he, he's, his lease is up there. Uh, well, that that night we went uh, gator hunting way up there that time with those guys from that club, man. And Gilcrest it, County. Yeah, and and remember they had monkeys in the trees and. Oh yeah. And, and, I mean, it, you know, it could be. And they do like to come out at night. Was it a full moon? What was the moon like last night? It was dark. Oh, it was dark. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, uh, when I first he said this it to is, me at this midnight was at last night, twelve thirty in the afternoon yesterday. That was oh, in the well, afternoon. Yeah, that's the afternoon. 
Well, I thought it was at night because you sent it to me at midnight last night. Well, that's because I just looked at the... I know Rosie O'Donnell feeds about that time. (laughs) Did she move to Canada? I hope so. (laughs) Maybe she just moved out in the woods outside of Sumter or somewhere around there. I don't know. I don't know. I I mean, there's, you know, you know as well as I do, all you guys that hunting, man, you see some things once or twice in your lifetime, you don't know what they were. Yeah, you could speculate, but then you say, if I say anything, they're going to say, You're, yeah, you need to get uh, I, I, some help. Kind of like a UFO. You know, once you say it, then all your friends kind of go, he's crazy. Yeah, that kind yeah. of thing. No, UFO, UFO just means you didn't know what it was. Well, that's what I tell people about the thing that I saw out in Gulf Hammock. Is yeah. I, I say, I know what I saw, but I have no idea what it is that I saw. So I got a UCO. Yeah, you got, a, <laughs> you got a camera object. <laughs> I, yeah. I was on the Howard Franklin one Sunday evening on my motorcycle, and... and Something way bigger than a manatee. I mean, I mean, we're talking 15, 20 feet wide. Its back just rolls up on top of the bay there and goes under. To this day, I'm, I don't know what it was. I keep thinking, well, it's not a manatee when it's that size. No. So is is it a mini sub? Is it a is it a you know is it a whale of some kind? Maybe came up in Tampa Bay wasn't supposed to be there. Or? Could have been a minke, minke whale, minke whale. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Could have been Braden's great white that he seen at the Skyway. That one I did see. Well, now there's plenty of great whites around. Yeah, I, I told you one of the scariest things in the world. I'll never forget that. Uh, me and Ronnie Lane went on a ride on the Shamu Blimp when the Super Bowl was here. They offered to take us up, so we went, and a guy got off here on the Howard Franklin Bridge, coming off on the Pinellas side, guys out there waist deep in the water fishing, doing whatever, and there are sharks by the bazillion. <laughs> and, I, and I mean some of them three times the size of the guy standing there fishing. Well, see, that I never just goes that... and proves it. The, the wade fishermen attract all them sharks to the swimmer. Is that sure what it is? is? I'm sure. <laughs> that proves it. They're out there with fish and, and shrimp and yeah, but the, the thing about it is, as I always said that if if you could take an aerial shot, you never notice that the news when they do that. They know they go, look at that beautiful sunset. It's yeah. always great in Penelope. They never give you an aerial shot of all the human waste that's out there uh, oh, yeah. swimming in the uh, Clearwater Beach and everything, and what's just outside of their vision, you know. And that's why I always wore polarized sunglasses when I was out at the beach because I want to see what's in front of me or yeah. what's around me, at well, least as far as I can see. In, you in, know? Def- in defense of Braden, I will say this: I had to do the John's Pass Seafood Festival one year, and of course, this is fifteen years ago. But uh, do an appearance out there, and they got this great white about twelve feet laying on a big pile of ice, and I'm like, man. Where'd you guys get that? Fly it in from Australia? And he goes, no, about 300 yards off Clearwater Beach. Yeah. Yeah, it's just out here. You know? That's a great white. Yeah, they're out they're, there. They're big rogue sharks, man. They go everywhere. Massachusetts, they don't care. I always say that uh, they're out there, and, and fishermen who've been there long enough, they know they're there. Yeah. And, but uh, the media doesn't want anybody else to know they're there. Yeah, well. But you know what that would do to our beaches? things the media don't want you to know. Well, I mean, it would do, what would it do to our hotels and our beaches if... If literally they got on there and said, hey, great white swimming up and down uh, Pasadena. Well, I, don't, I don't swim in the ocean, and here's my theory. If you want to go into a world where you're in the food chain, that's your call. I'm not, you know, not going to go in grizzly country and walk around in my underwear with a steak around my neck. <laughs> just attempt them just to I see mean, if it happens? If you're going out there to suntan in Wyoming with a steak hanging around your neck, I mean, expect the grizzly to eat you. I, I never put it. In, I never uh, had this perspective in my mind until I went out with uh, uh, a couple of guys offshore one time. We were swimming out in the middle of the ocean. We're swimming out, well, Gulf of Mexico. We're swimming out there, and uh, I think uh, that 
thought or something came into my mind. I was like, you know, this is not a good idea to be out here swimming in the food chain out here. And they went, dude, you're already being eaten. You just don't know it. And I go, what are you talking about? He goes, all these microbes, all these di- little bacteria, all these little uh, zooplankton, they're already taking chunks off of you. Oh, yeah. You don't even know it. And they're already eating you. Well, and I was I'm, like, I'm, dang, man, I don't want to think about that. Well, you know, being a being a Tennessee boy growing up most of my life there, when, when we went down to Boca Grants, when I caught that great big tarpon, and, oh, and yeah. I was down there with Ken, and I'm like, man, I you know, first time I was ever there, didn't know anything about tarpon fishing, and, and I'm like, you know, I got to get in the water and pee. There's 20 boats around us, and he goes, you ain't getting in the water. I'm like, why not? And he goes, dude, you get bit in half in 30 seconds. I'm like, what? He goes, this place is shark infested. You don't want to get in there. And it wasn't 30 minutes later, I hear, shark! And there's like a 14-foot hammerhead goes five feet next to me right beside the boat. Yeah. Thing was huge. He says, come on in, Steve. Yeah. Well, what if I'd been in the water and that boy cruised by? You, you did more than, than peed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right about that. Right about that. So, uh, you know, yeah. Boca Grande, you see all kind of crazy shark oh, stuff down there. Big bulls, all that stuff, man. It's all great down there. Well, I, I don't know if you were with us that day. Somebody was. I hooked a big bull shark down there one time, and about a 300-pounder. And, yeah. And and we cut it off. but Yeah, I broke a rod down there. Remember that time? Yeah, I yeah. hooked it in the pectoral and... Uh, I, I thought I had a big tarpon on. Ken's like, no, you got a bull shark on there. You know, Have fun with it. That's the most laid back human in the world. Aliens landing right over in that field. I think I'll make a sandwich or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got to watch the show. Oh, yeah. well, well, I don't know. I, I, I would say that uh, if you could uh, talk to some of your kinfolk or something that have been running around in the east woods of Tennessee or somewhere and see if they can recognize what that might be on uh, Glenn's. Uh, phone that would help I, us I out think at the very least it's a monkey. I suppose it could be Bigfoot. I mean, it is a face of something that looks like with teeth. That's what I... I, I don't know how he something. came up with spider. Glenn goes, I, it looks like a spider. I went, what? what, well, what, what uh, I'm trying to find the most realistic possibility. <laughs> it's kind of Hillary meets Freddie Mercury. What? <laughs> Look at the teeth. Oh, well, that would be the other way around. Those teeth are coming from the bottom, unless you're seeing it different than I am. Uh, yeah. well, it it's like got to be there because there's the nose. Looks like they're the top teeth to me. Yeah, because got your eyes and you know. I, it looks like the bottom teeth to me, like the like they're sticking <laughs> up from the bottom. What do you know about it? I don't. I don't know anything <laughs> about it. That's why I'm what asking. All I can say is, I fit, I, the the wording is what it is. The imagination will run wild. I would like to announce today that I've lost eighteen pounds in two weeks on that uh, eat right diet. What's the eat right diet? No fish. Well, no, it's nothing but fish and chicken. And, and oh, you can't have no more you, fish. You, you order the meals and it's fresh cooked, and they deliver them to your house. Yeah, Orlando's on it. He's lost like seventy pounds. Really? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. So yeah. you're not ketoing it up? I'm uh, ketoing it. Yeah. 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 But they, you know, you get like today for lunch. I brought it with me. I'm having some barramundi. Barramundi. Bear. Yeah. Barramundi. You're eating bear? No. Barramundi. Where do you get that out of Australia, right? I, thought that I, was I don't know, but I mean, they make these incredible meals. They they cook, and then two days a week, they deliver them right to your front door in the middle of the night, and they send you a text that says, your food has been delivered in a big black bag sitting on your porch. And the raccoons has got it when you walk no, out. There. Thank no, you. It, Thank it, you. It, it is like a heavy canvas bag with a zipper. There ain't nothing getting in there. I don't trust any fish that comes from a foreign country. With a name like Barramundi, because oh. all, I get, all I can think of is we got, we got guys sitting back there going, well, I'm not going to eat it. You going to eat it? You know, let's send it to the Well, yikes. that is a very popular fish in Australia. I trust them. I the, don't trust many countries. Those yikes. I trust them more than the Brits. <laughs> <laughs> They'll send us some sort of weird herring. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Some, 
Well, you go ahead and eat that, mate. You'll like it a lot. It's going to be good for you. No. Well, it's good. 18 pounds, man. Yeah. So what's well, your like goal? throwing like? a deck chair off the Titanic right now, but uh, <laughs> it'll stay afloat. I, I got 80 pounds is my goal. Is it really? I just start having all kinds of health. I'll tell you the crazy thing, and this goes to show you that they're, what your doctor tells you is true. My blood sugar when I started this diet was 330 when like 100 is normal. 330. I mean, that's your blood's like syrup. Yeah, you ain't far off. So now, this morning I checked it, 98. See? Well, Ni- that's 98, good. and my blood pressure's dropped uh, from outrageous to this morning it was 114 over 64, which is great. Awesome, man. That's great news. So, so, so you'll be in great shape when we go out and go fishing. Yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm going to drop 80 pounds, and I've been religious about it. I haven't cheated one time, and I can't. I can't because my life's on the line. So. And you got uh, you My got doctor weaned me, man. He you got was, grandkids to go fish with, man. You exactly. got time. Those two boys, man. They, yeah. They're waiting they think, to go. They think I'm it. So Well, you are it. You know, to them. Well, and to us, too. If I, I mean, could just find some you. hot woman that felt that way. <laughs> <laughs> you might whenever you get the rest well, of that. Well, that's, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Actually, I think we might have found one on Glenn's cam. Yeah, really? Uh, yeah. I've dated worse. <laughs> Not on purpose, but worse. I've woke up with worse. <laughs> wow. Yeah, me and a, same teeth and everything. Me, me and a trailer up in Madison County. I think I love you. <laughs> no, no, you don't. I remember I was going to tell the story when I brought that up. The time that we slept in that one trailer out there in the middle of somewhere, nowhere. Some up and coming country artist invited us oh, to go yeah, out there. Alan Longworthy, or and uh, we were in the we were in the uh, Langworthy, Langworthy, Langston, Lang- Langworthy, Langford, Langford. I think it was Langworthy. That was, that was the nastiest trailer I ever seen, though. Uh, you know, we get in there, and, and Steve Austin, the, it's the funniest guy in the world, walks in and goes, well, I think this is where they breed every single type of spider known to mankind. Yeah, yeah. Every brown recluse, I can't say that word, in, in the panhandle was in that trailer. Every, I mean, it was nothing but, co- it looked like some uh, bad uh, Dr. Paul Bear uh, scene, man. We're just like, and we're The only thing worse there. is when I went to Nebraska with my son turkey hunting. And this guy goes, you be staying in my basement. And we, and we get down there, and there's like two bunk beds in the floor. And, eight and, billion. and every time they flushed the toilet upstairs, water started dripping. That's what, you put your bucket there, that was your shower. I, t- I think I made him mad because I told Ryan, I said, we're going to that motel we say on the way in here. That's a so. good idea. That way you don't have to share your bed with all the daddy, daddy long legs down there in the basement. Well, we got to take a break. We're on the Bigger Wild Outdoors, brought to you by G5 Feed and uh, Brandon Ford. Stay with us, guys. Yeah, I like it. I think it's made some changes in you. Personality. Drinking? <laughs> <laughs> no, your new diet. Oh, yeah. Because when you were at uh, just below syrup in your blood, uh, you know, we'd invite you in and that's, you'd be like, I'm not going in there. That's incredible. That's too early. That's it's too incredibly early. dangerous. That's what causes uh, yeah. everything to quit working. Yeah, it is. So uh, does that mean you're going to go... Uh, you're going to go get out in the woods and maybe do some fishing and uh, get out of the house a little bit this uh, year? Or maybe. Yeah, maybe. Well, I know fishing. I can't, I can't afford to fish, man. Well, it's expensive. We, it don't matter. You couldn't keep it if you did. Yeah. Well, no, you can't keep it right now. I know until next year, but if you're lucky. Yeah, if we don't have more red tide. But well, you know, Vince, Vince has tide. already said you're you're more than welcome to go anytime you want to with uh, Captain Jim. Busy 
No, no. Well, Jim's out. He's out. He's fishing for a living. Yeah, I like to I like to take the the one young and he love that kid. All he thinks about is fishing. He, well, watch, he watches bass fishing shows, and I don't watch them. Well, then uh, go ahead and put in your thing on for uh, June fifteenth, uh, Saturday. Tell him you want that weekend off so that you can take him up to the panfish challenge. Bring him up. He'd probably like to go, that's well, for sure. Turn him loose, man. Bring him up there. I'm bringing the kids. Everybody's going to be they're, there. They're out on a boat today, but I don't think it's fishing. It's just They're just boating, but he loves the water and boats. And Yeah. Well, just make sure he's got his life jacket on out there. That's what the around. first thing I texted my daughter this morning. Don't want him out on that water with no life jackets. Well, you're an old hen when it comes to that kind of stuff anyway. Yeah, well, I lost a son. That'll do it. Yeah, it well, just, that's true. It, it kind of makes you rethink a lot of things like that. That yeah. Well, you I know. know when my dad used to say, don't run with that butcher knife. And now I look back and go, God, that was a great rule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder why he told me that. Well, now you know. When I was a kid, I was like, man, I wanted to play with that butcher knife. <laughs> yeah. What does he know? Well, yeah. The guy doesn't know nothing. He's been on this planet for what, maybe it's, 50 years? It's always uh, a gift as soon as they say that. Well, remember, I went to my uncle's bedroom one time. Now I was 10 years old, found a can of black powder, right? He's a big oh. muzzleloader hunter. Ten years old, took it outside. My grandma had an old outhouse; they weren't used anymore. They finally got to your indoor plumbing in Tennessee. He's rich, but uh, I put that black powder in aluminum foil and put a rag in it as a fuse, and lit it and walked about twenty feet away. I should have went about one hundred and forty yards away, <laughs> and that thing went up. I can't. I can't even tell you. It was ugly. Splin- <laughs> splinters everywhere. I couldn't hear till like a week from Thursday. <laughs> So that just goes to show you, kids will do stupid stuff. Of course Absolutely. they will. Because how many pocket knives have you cut your finger on whenever oh. they say, you're going to cut yourself with that? Oh, I'll be all right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did you cut yourself? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no, I no, I didn't. But then I used to have grandpa that grab an electric fence and take his pocket knife in his other hand and burn weeds. He'd all the time tell me, just grab that fence. And... <laughs> He'd I guess grab. if you're insulated, uh, if your feet are insulated, it just goes through you. And yeah. you uh, he used to do that when I was a kid. I don't know if it's some trick to it or what, but he'd hold the fence with one hand, electric fence, and burn weeds. I, I can tell you, my brother will testify, do not pee on one. No. <laughs> no that speak. or a spark plug. I did drop the tail of a bull on the electric fence, just reached over the fence and dropped his tail on it. He was not happy with me. <laughs> he didn't forget you uh, either. He came through a gate to get me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my uh, my cousin learned the one about the uh, mini bike. Don't pee on the uh, on the uh, spark plug of a mini bike. Oh yeah, that what literally is it with boys that we go. I need to pee on that. that. I don't know. I, all I know is it was like some invisible force literally grabbed him by the shoulders and pulled him back about yeah. three feet and knocked him literally back. I mean, I've never Once seen again, that. those good parent rules that we didn't <laughs> yeah, listen to. Didn't listen to. <laughs> I'm gonna run with his butcher knife and then go pee on that mini bike and see what it does. It's a, it's a wonder any of us are alive. I, uh, I tell it to my we kids. We played with lawn darts. It weighed 14 pounds a piece with yeah. a razor sharp tip on them. Yeah, now you got them. What do they got? A little stumper on the end, a little plunger looking oh, thing. Lord. Don't even stick what? in the ground. My no. son grabbed one of the electric fence at a, at a. At, they went on a field trip to a farm and they were like, "It's fine. It's off." And then he, so of course he's five years old. He reaches over and grabs it, and it wasn't off. I mean, he, it stunned him really. really oh good. yeah, <laughs> he learned his lesson. Well, some of Don't them touch you, the got, you got the ones that run continuously, and then you got, you got the, the ones pulse. that are the pulse. Yeah, but, and uh, those seem to be even I, worse. I was going to say, I think the pulse hurts more. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I found that if you take a weed that's usually growing around there, you pull it off, and you just lean it on there, you'll get just a little tingle if it's on. Yeah, weed will if it's got a little it. moisture in it, yeah, you. Yeah. 
But if it's dry, it's going to be deceiving. You can grab it. Yeah, it's good. But I found when you grab it with your hand, you'll know it's on. (laughs) (laughs) I actually uh, was uh, hunting in Missouri with uh, our friend Jeff Moore, and it was a rainy day. And across this dairy farm, we were hunting on the backside of it. We had permission to do it. They had a one-strand electric fence that ran across the field, and that's how they would cut the cattle off. They would just move the, the fence around. And I got up to that fence, and it was raining, and I'm sitting there, and I'm wet, and I'm going, now, how do I determine if this thing is on or off? There's no light. I can't tell. It's one strand. So I hate electricity to begin with, so I'm sitting there going, well, if I just touch it quickly, it won't. And I'm going, you know what? The hell with it. I just got on my hands, knees, and belly crawled like I was in the Marine Corps. Crawled underneath it. It was probably off. I'd it, rather be stabbed in the thigh than shocked. I, I hate being shocked. I said, I could just imagine this farmer sitting over there, you know, this old Missouri farmer over there with his coffee and his donut looking at me going, now look at this fool out there crawling underneath that dang wire like some sort of idiot. What is he doing out there? He knows it's off. He, uh, I don't even know that thing is off. It hasn't been off for a month and a half. I ain't taking well, a chance. Man. I will tell you this. The worst that I've ever experienced, I was fishing down the uh, south prong of the Alify. Uh, me and my buddy Jeff in a canoe, and we dragged the f- canoe across logs. So we had water in the bottom of that canoe with fish swimming around. And uh, as we was approaching the Lily Bridge, as we always co- called it, there was this wire going across the creek with uh, with the river with uh, red f- ribbon on it. And uh, Jeff said, I wonder what that wire is with that red ribbon on there. And about that time, the canoe's drifting into it with the current catches me under the armpits because I had my hands up. I'm going to lay under it. Oh, Lord. Oh, it lit me up. <laughs> I'm in. I'm barefoot in the water of that canoe, and it lit me up. When I got out, I literally had burn marks across my chest, under my armpits. How old were you, man? I was about oh. eighteen, nineteen. Really? But, yeah. And uh, but it's anyway, not the voltage, to, it's, it, the it's the amps. It's the amperage. But now, why was that thing strung across there? Was to it keep the cows flood? in? Oh, okay. Keep them from going. Apparently, but anyway, the so FWC went out somewhere. there and uh, it you came make... down because it was illegal navigational waters. Couldn't oh. have no fence like that across the Can water. Can you imagine if you'd have like went to go grab it and lift it up over your head to go over and eat it? Man, it would have done. It would have just fried the crud out of you. Man. No, that's what I, I was. What I was going to, and then whenever I touched it, that's whenever <laughs> arms went up and it caught. <laughs> and that canoe just kept coming around. And I looked back there, and Jeff he done bailed out into the river. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's out of the boat. Left you for dead. That's yeah. a friend. It's yeah, safer well, with the gators. <laughs> When I got out, I laid down on the bank. That's all I know as I laid there. <laughs> we lost all of our fish, too. Cause wow. <laughs> I don't like them, but I guess there's a necessity for them. I well, know yeah. for hog pants, it was good. Oh, where are you at now? Well, I'm on Q105 in 15 minutes, so i got to go down and uh, show prep, as are, they say in the business. Are you on till all day? Until 3. And then you're jumping over here, too. Uh, and the QYK, 3 to 7. There you go, man. Steve uh, Austin tour continues. Our hardest working man in show business right now. I don't know about that, two days a week. Well, Little Richard's gone, so you get the title now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hardest working man in show business from 10 a.m. Saturday to 7 p.m. Sunday. <laughs> Ryan Seacrest ain't got nothing on you. Nothing. <laughs> you can do You can do uh, idle standing on your head, my friend. I got to walk around the upstairs today, though. I can't sit all the time. I got to burn some fuel. There you go. Uh, See, you're already changing, man. That's awesome. yeah. what he's doing. He's getting in shape for the Seacrest gig. Oh, is that what it is? It's going to take it from him. Good for you. Getting in we- shape for some woman gig. <laughs> you know what? I'll vote for you over Bobby Bones any day, my friend. Well, it's just I'm I'm just tired of being fat and bald and everything else that goes with it, and just sick of it. You're not bald, dude. I got twelve hairs. 
<laughs> well, you might have eleven. Yeah, <laughs> no, you got more than that. Yeah, I just uh, you know, you got you got sometime you got to give it up and, and change a little. So I'm, I'm just doing it. So yeah, good Brett for you. Michael and you see somebody like Orlando who you know has really battled it all his life. And I can the minute I saw him, you could see a big difference. I mean, seventy pounds. Think about that. It was that eight year old kid. Oh yeah, kid? at least yeah, at least yeah. That's uh, it's a it's a small child for sure. Yeah, and I can feel in my ankles already, just not killing myself all the time, hurting and limping and so. Well, we look forward to next week. Trip. He'll be sprinting down the hallway. Yeah, we'll see. Next week he'll be in a bikini. Uh, I don't think that's happening. Nobody needs that. <laughs> we, we, we I think do. I'm out of the studio next week anyway. Are you really? You're not here. Yeah, so, we'll, we'll, it's good having you here, Glenn. Love hearing you on the radio, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. He's making his quarterly appearance. <laughs> quarterly? Is that what it is? Yeah, I got to come in once in a while. He's like he's like a Rolling Stones tour. He just pops up every year. Every once in a while, yeah. depending on how Keith is feeling. Maybe. All right, we got to take a break. It is the Bigger Wild Outdoors. Thank you, Steve, for coming in uh-huh. and hanging out and regaling us with your, some of your great, glorious stories. Uh, we're brought to you by Brandon Ford and G5 Feed Outdoors. We'll be back. Welcome back, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden, uh, Glenn, Bill, and Aaron. And uh, getting ready to get out of here. Any plans for today? Oh, I got plenty. What are you gonna do? Are you gonna go uh, head up to Panavista Vista and uh, no? First thing I'm go gonna do when I get home brim? is he's still tying hooks. He's I know he is. He's I love this thing, man. This is, I, lo- I really <laughs> you're like. You're addicted, man. Put I'm down the tool. Addicted to the type row. You are. Uh, I can see. Uh, well, it's not that I can see, but I can actually uh, needle the eye and uh, tie a knot real quick. I know it's like it's like he's got a new toy. He's like playing with it, and, and uh, even though he's when the competition to... time, you know, I want to be able to get my time, my hook on quick, and uh, be back in action. Well, don't leave those mics hanging from the mic cord. Uh, I mean, those hooks hanging from the mic cord because you know some yeah, somebody get hooked doing a financial show. will be in here going. So if you go and you get your homeowners, get out! What in the world? No. No, being a financial show, they're going to turn around, look at them, and say, "Man, those are gold. They must be worth something." <laughs> but no, be when I get off, uh, I'm going to go home and uh, finish raking up some leaves, uh, move some tables and chairs. We got a Sunday school function. Um, I, I forget what it's actually called, but it's, I've never done it before, so I'm looking forward to it. And uh, we're, is there food involved? Yeah, just so, asking course, for a man, friend. We're Baptists. We're always food involved. <laughs> but uh, it's gonna. That's what I'm gonna do. Get a little yard work done. And some of the stuff I've neglected for the last couple of months, and uh, get everything back in order, and then enjoy the evening, and then uh, be at church tomorrow. There you go, Bill George. You gonna go run around? You gonna go see your mom? And then uh, uh, yeah, I gotta go. I just. My mom's uh, just recently had back surgery and is going to have to go back in again. So as soon as I get done here, go worry about mama. Oh, man, that's a tough one. Oh, so. my brother's been beating me up all week wanting to go out and do some wade fishing this week. And so uh, me, get and it the, before the 11th. me and my kids are going to go out there and see if we can't uh, hook a couple of trout and throw them on some sort of cooking utensil and see if we can hurt them a little bit. Uh, B's got his brand new... Uh, uh, 13 fishing rod and his uh, cast king bait caster that he wants to go give it a shot and go see just how many bird nests you can actually get in Power Pro. So, <laughs> oh, you'll well, be you, good. The, the bait casters of today are not like the bait casters oh, no, of yesterday. Not even close, dude. Not the even. Magnetic drags and just, yeah. It's just and, not the same. And just the fact that you can actually adjust your, the, the spool speed with your, with your weight of your, your bait or your lure so yeah. 
Um, you know, I think he's had one really bad backlash so far where he had to lose about 50 yards of, uh, of power pro. So I think we're down to probably 80 to 90 yards he's left still on good, there. Man. So he's good. Yeah. So he's not bad. So, uh, he wanted to put some 30 pound on there. And I said, let's burn through the cheaper stuff first. And as you learn yeah. and as you get better, <laughs> yeah, then, we, then we'll move and on. And how we get uh, improve on the quality of how we remove all the, yeah. the, the backlash in it. But once you learn how to do that little back up, well, forward, back, forward, back, forward, back, forward thing. And then you know, the you key get it thing is don't pull it tight. No, don't pull from the front. <laughs> That's the first rule. Always roll it back. Well, Bill, before we get out of here, I got a question for you. Actually, Braden brought it up, but uh, I know Courtney asked me just this week, when do we uh, get ready to start doing the application period for the alligators? Let's May 17th. Oh, so 10 days. In 10, 10 days. Well, 10, day, 10 days. You have From May 17th, you have 10 days to get your application, credit card number in, and sign up for the draw. That'll be May seventeenth, and then the drawing is still going to be uh, the first part of June. No, it May seventeenth, so it'd be what the twenty seventh of May. That ten days, twenty sixth, twenty seventh of May, somewhere in there, uh, they'll be done. They'll run through the draw, and really, right at the beginning, right at the end of May, beginning of June, That's you'll great. know what you have. Nothing. All right, so we'll be uh, looking forward to that. I know she is, and. Uh, I'm definitely going to do something a little different this year, and maybe I'll have success. It, it, and if you, I, I really did put out a, a gem of an opportunity on the last show. If you go out to the podcast last week, you might hear it because uh, there's some areas that may not show that there's a number of permits going to be available, but it's being increased, and uh, it's going to be a honey hole. Yep. It has never been hunted. <clears throat> In years and years and years. That's why I threw him under the bus. I said, so you're talking about Lake McGorry? And he's like, no, no, it's not Lake McGorry. Well, I know he did mention it, but uh, he ain't mentioning the name again. So. I know. Well, it's like, you want to podcast. know it, go out to the podcast because it's it going to be a honey hole. Well, yeah, that way, uh, you know, it, it, he can't say that he didn't tell you twice. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I already told you I, once. I let it out again somewhere along the line, but, uh, you know. Maybe I'll go into the store there, Braden. I see the G five. They're actually carrying a new uh, rod line in the in the building. We got some bull bays in there for you. I did say I will say I put my hands on one this past week, and uh, my goodness, does it feel good? But these are salt water. But the uh, rumors are flying. The rumors we are. Wait uh, for the iCast. iCast that uh, there's going to be some uh, some new models coming out for a totally different reason. So. I don't know if we're at liberty to say just yet, but uh, yeah, we got bull bays in there, and we got lots of good products coming in. I think uh, Big Dog Baits is going to be coming, uh, being brought into G five. Uh, that seemed we got the green light for that yesterday. So I, I think gonna... Glenn needs to go over there and do some interviews during iCast. During iCast, yeah, go over there and interview some of those companies, and then we can bring them on the show on Saturday. That's crazy talk. Give yeah. them free advertising? What are, you, what are you, nuts? People need to know what's out there. Sure. Just like the type pro. Then they can go to iCast and go check it out. Okay. He's sour over here. I'm, I'm not sour. You. you are sour. No, I'm not sour. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's all good, though. But, uh, yes, it'll be – now, I've never been to the iCast. I had several invitations to go and – uh, work has always been an interference for me, but maybe uh, maybe this year. You, your uh, priorities should be getting starting to change a little bit. Well, they are changing a little bit. I did go and talk to some 
guy that had some good news and maybe one day soon I'll be able to make a decision and have more time. Saved by zero. Who knows? Yeah. Lots of them. Well, I can tell you, my wife said to me that uh, we haven't hooked up for dinner in, in a long time, so we need to get that back on the schedule somewhere. Well, somebody's never home, Bill. You're always traveling and, and bringing back or bad out news. out with her. Hey, at the end of this month, end of May, I'm going to be back up in PA. I will run up to PA. I may, I may miss a, two What's shows. PA? Pennsylvania. Oh, those Turkey. Pra- practicing Turkey. attorney. Well, I may be seeing one of those, too. Uh, well, there you go. <laughs> well, that's because you're always on the road. <laughs> well, before we get out of here this morning, I want to remind you to uh, make sure you go to uh, our webpage. Go to BigAndWild.com. Check out the events. Get some information to get up there to uh, Panda Vista Lodge June 15th for our Panfish Challenge. Bring the kids. Bring the grandkids. Bring your neighbor's kids. Bring them all up there and uh, have a great time. If you register your boat today, it's 25 bucks. It's 35 bucks on the day of. And when I say your boat, I mean it doesn't matter how many people are on the boat as long as it's Coast Guard approved for that amount of weight or that many people. But uh, that way you can uh, and, shove six or ten people on a big old boat and go and have some fun. And all and all the proceeds go to things like the Everyday Blessings Children Home and that. And so if you want to register a boat that doesn't exist and just put, you know, something on there, you can register and uh, donate that 25 bucks there you go well i think that uh, with the uh, fishing ban uh coming into uh the west coast here of uh florida it was just in time for the fwc to get out there and recruit really good for the recruit retend and reactivation uh, program that they have going on what a perfect time to implement no catching trout <laughs> or reds or snook but or, yeah, yeah, yeah i've yeah. seen that same you uh, kids get out there and have fun catching catfish yay well, you can catch them. You just got to turn them all back. Unless they're gaff tops, so you can eat all them hey. bad boys you want. You could. I, I've never ate any. Have you? Yeah, it's good. Uh, are, are those hardhead cats? No way. If crabs won't eat them, I ain't eating them. Bill, have you ever eaten any of the big sail cats? No. Big gaff top sail cats? They no. good, man. I've eaten rays, but not that. Yeah. Rays, uh, that was <clears throat> uh, It's unintentional. They but, were sold as other objects. <laughs> no, we we intentionally cleaned some. Uh, you know, if I was in a survival mode thing, then yeah, sure. Well, we we live by if you killed it, yeah, you yeah. got at least try it. Yeah, well, well Bill, before I get out again, I want to tell you thank you for the uh, the generosity of uh, buying our round up there at the Fishhawk Sporting Clays, making me a proud owner of the Tacticam. And uh, but if you if you're nice, I'll let you use it. All right, <laughs> we'll put it on a bang stick. That's I, what I, I want really, to see. Yeah. I want to see it on a bang stick. Boom. There it went. Right down into the bottom. No, no. I won't put it on there, but I'm going to have it facing Courtney instead of the alligator. So we get the look on her face as it goes off. <gasps> there you go. That might be an idea. All you're going to get is like the toss and then the head turning sideways like, yay. Keep all the water and blood and everything else from splashing all over me. Well, again, I want to thank everyone. And if you haven't, if you missed the part about the tie Pro uh, what a great little tool for tying hooks. If you're like me, you have a little hard time looking through that little old hole to put the line through. This makes it so much easier. Uh, it's a really nice little tool. Check it out. That's Tipro, T-Y-E-P-R-O. Uh, and uh, I'll tell you, it makes it, it'll be a good stocking stuffer for next real year. Brayden, I might have to get you one. Stocking stuffer? You're next to- year, or this year, actually, December. This year, beer. yeah. Stocking stuffer. You're talking Christmas already. <laughs> 
You never can bad. never plan ahead too soon for that. Let's get through Fourth of July before we do that. All right. Uh, maybe I'll send it over on a firecracker. We'll see you guys next week. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Remember, you can always go check out a past show, or if you missed anything today, go check it out at BigandWild.com. You can go listen to the podcast as you're driving into work, stuck in traffic, and uh, we'll be there to entertain you. That's a good thing to do, right, Bill George? Right. All right. We'll see you guys next Saturday. <laughs>